Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley coming to you live. Uh, glad to be with you all the way until 6 o'clock. We've got uh, guests signing up to be on our show as we speak. We've got big announcements to make this week. Aaron may have some announcements. You never know what Aaron has in store for us. Uh, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. And um, uh, it is a, uh, it's a strong day. It's a Wednesday, and we have a lot going on in the world of sports. Now, guest-wise... Uh, oh, Aaron, look at here. Maybe he'll come on with us. Let me look here. Uh, okay. Oh, I just uh, I just heard back, Aaron. I was talking about these uh, late-breaking guests. We do have uh, 5 o'clock. Um, Jared Sandler, Rangers broadcaster, play-by-play, and does the pre- and post-game. Uh, he's set to be with us at 5 o'clock, and I believe at 5.20... Uh, that is when we're going to have our man uh, uh, Travis Brown, our Aggies insider. Aggies gather around. What's happening at fall camp? What's uh, what's quarterback uh, battle look like? All your Aggies talk coming up. Now, Aaron, our man who uh, our man who uh, did the podcast with Brett Yormark. I checked in with Andrew Marshawn with the New York Post, and uh, he said. Thank you, fan of your work. Naren, I don't know. Do we think Andrew Marchand has been let's just hope he's been he's been out there consuming Mosley uh shows for many years and, and reading my stuff. Uh he just started a few days off in Maine with a family, so he'll have to pass. Would love to do it another time. Thanks, AM. Naren, that's nice. That's nice to hear from uh Adam Marchand, the uh, uh, nation's top media writer, breaks all the media news up there in New York. And uh, he and his, uh, his, his buddy, John Urand, from the Sports Business Journal, had a really interesting interview with Brett Yormark. I just think, Aaron, I think Brett likes us, likes being on our show. But, man, anytime he can get somebody from up in New York – that 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 sounds a little bit more like him. I think uh, I think he kind of likes that. I think he likes doing things. But uh, but we'll get uh, Andrew Marchand on at some point at three twenty today. We'll let you hear some of the Your Mark podcast. I really liked it. I listened to all I don't know twenty minutes or so he was on, and he had some really interesting things to say. Uh, some of had to do with the Pac twelve. You know, bringing in the dream scenario, he calls it, of getting the corner schools in. We'll uh, we'll let you hear from uh, from Brett Yormark 
and will react. He also talked about his identical twin brother. And uh, they asked him if, you know, when's the last time people have uh, mistaken them or if they've played jokes on anybody or whatever. Aaron, his, his identical twin lives in London, and his name is Michael Yormark. And I think as they've gotten older and maybe they've got similar hairstyles and even what they wear, uh, I think they've maybe started to look even more alike than ever. And uh, he, Brett Yormark was telling the story of like 10 years ago at his wife's restaurant in New York, his brother would stop by and the, and Brett Yormark, maybe it was when they first started dating, would uh, Brett Yormark's wife, who owns this restaurant, runs this restaurant in New York, <clears throat> would say, hey, honey, you know, and it was, she had the wrong and he had to say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, you, I'm the other one. I'm Brett's brother. <laughs> he had to tell. He, and uh, by the way, when he was taping this podcast, it was Brett Yormark's tenth anniversary, tenth wedding anniversary, which means Brett, you know, waited. Well, I don't know. I don't know Brett's marital history, but that, I mean, he would have married her, uh, his current wife at probably at age forty-six or forty-seven, and uh, that's great. Ten years of marriage, Brett Yormark, who on his next trip to Waco. Aaron uh, has uh, has said yes wants to be wants to be on the Matt Mosley uh, show. So uh, that is uh, that is good news. Now, Aaron, did you get to? Uh, uh, I know you got some uh, clips for us today. Did you get to sit down and really take the whole thing in? Not yet. That that will be right. this evening. But um, yeah, I, I, really good stuff. Yeah, just. Just the little that I have for the show today is extremely interesting and informative, Mm -hmm. so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Yeah, okay. And uh, we'll have that coming up in about 14 minutes in our 320 segment, and then we'll talk some Rangers. Aaron, this is kind of interesting. I had not even thought about this today because I had just talked to John Daniels, and John will – I haven't decided whether I'm going to have John on or if I'm going to meet him, kind of have a, a secret meetup to just kind of ch- check in. John may not be doing as much media as he used to do. Always loved having John on, and he did for a long time. But, Aaron, it was it was one year ago today that he was fired. And make no mistake about it, you would think after a <laughs> – a long, uh, you know, a, a very had some great moments with the Rangers. They would have l- allowed him just to kind of go off on his own terms, but um, the uh, powers that be with the Rangers basically came out and said, "No, this is a this is a firing. This is a termination." You remember that, Aaron Ray Davis, the Rangers' principal owner. I mean, he was he was not. I mean, he was just kind of. <laughs> Getting rid of rid of people left and right. I I think they, I guess they got rid of John Daniels first, and then I want to say a day or two later, there goes the manager. I mean, it was it, they were cleaning some house out there, and Aaron occasionally, you just and Chris Young uh, certainly has done a nice job. Uh, they bring in Bruce Bochy. I mean that that's a. Aaron, I, I think we've gotten away in baseball uh, from, th- you know, kind of thinking about managers. It's so 
driven by numbers, data, analytics, uh, numbers crunchers, and GMs that the old school manager sort of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. It's kind of fun to bring one back and watch him go to work. Hey, same thing with the Astros. They may have built that thing and, and had some cheating moments, but the great Dusty came in there, and Dusty was not, he was not presiding over all that cheating. What was that manager's name, Aaron? Whatever happened to him? Is he back in baseball at all? The, the manager who <laughs> he tried to kind of, he didn't like that they were cheating, and he would try to, like, disassemble the, uh, the uh, video equipment and mess it up and even smash it up sometimes, and then they would always put it back together. A.J. Hinch. So he, A.J. Hinch. Where are you, A.J.? Aaron, can you, uh, can you do a quick check to see where our buddy the Hinchman has landed? I wondered if, if A.J. Hinch, I thought he, I thought he got a, uh, a job somewhere. Did he, did he get a, was he, is he a manager anywhere, A.J. Hinch? I thought he I thought he landed another gig. He is the and, yes, you're correct. He is the manager of the Detroit Tigers. That's it. That's it. Now we don't really follow the Tigers that closely, so it makes sense we would forget <laughs> about AJ being there. Well, but the henchman is right there with Detroit. Now what is Detroit right now, Aaron? Um they are not very good. Let's oh, okay. Um well, he is with the uh, Tigers. Now they're not. Nobody can be as bad as the A's, right? They're not. They're not thirty-two and eighty-two or whatever the A's are. What? Are, I don't have it the in Tigers front of me. Tigers are fifty-three yeah. and sixty-six. So that's not they're, horrible. No, they're and they're right in the middle of the AL Central, but they're nine games back from the Twins. <laughs> I guess they're. Uh, I guess their trash cans aren't loud enough. If you're in the A, oh, that's funny, Aaron. I'm sorry. I needed to give that joke a little. A little more breathing room. That was good. Their trash cans weren't loud enough. <laughs> but, you know, Hinch, I mean, I, I don't know how to feel about Hinch because he, he didn't like it, but it's not like he turned his guys in. But, I mean, it's not like he – I don't think he orchestrated it. Oh, man, I don't know if they ever prove how much Lunal knew or Luno – uh, the uh, Josh Lunal, the uh, I'm gonna say it seven different ways. Actually, I've said it two different ways. I've just tried back and forth, kind of like people do, Aaron, with the Pac-12 commissioner. I've heard you recently coming around to my way of doing that because I think you've now heard his name so much lately. <laughs> Did I pronounce it right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I sometimes I never corrected you for once. You know, I, I'm kind of the overcorrector, but I thought whatever. I you know I don't know if I'm totally right. I think I am, but I'm not gonna. But it, I always laugh because like one sentence I would say, Klievkov, and like the next sentence you said right after that you would go with Klievkov, and I was always like, well he's not. He's got his own way of doing this. So I think Aaron. Now that his career is over, I think it may be Klievkov. Um I think that's right. <laughs> and I only because I hear these guys like Marshawn and all them say it, and I feel like they followed realignment so closely. But we all hey, the Big Twelve was calling Big George everybody uh in, in desperate after Texas and OU announced that they were leaving. 
Can we merge? Can we do something? Uh, individual schools, I'm sure, checked in with him. You got room for us, George? Hey, this is uh, this is Gundy. It's Mike Gundy down here at Oklahoma State. Can you fit us in? What did they say, Aaron? Ah, you know, just kind of laughed. Sorry, sorry, man. We're going to do a we're going to do an alliance, and and then of course the USC and UCLA thing. When that happened, Aaron, that was their OU Texas moment. That's when he should have been. That's when he should have jumped into action. I mean, that would have that would that was the time that you have to go expand. You got to do some kind of uh, alignment with another conference, something. But now they've got uh, what's our man's name, Aaron uh, uh, Oliver Luck. Yeah, he's in there as a consultant trying to help them out and uh, get them through this situation it is uh it is the three o'clock hour and uh if you've been away on vacation or whatever we've expanded our hours back like they used to be three to six all right we've a long time we had a three to six afternoon show in fact i had to take it over during the pandemic uh three hours every day aaron with no sports going on, literally no sports stories other than, I guess there was just talk of whether or not they were going to play. I've never leaned so heavily into my Rolodex of Baylor legends, Baylor legends, Baylor coaches. I mean, I was I was doing everything. But now we got sports. We got three hours. We got the great John Morris, who leads into the show, brings us a big audience. And then by about 5.20, Aaron, we've generally lost the entire audience. No, we, we, we gain steam throughout the day, and we add to it. And uh, John is at 2 o'clock, the John Morris Show. And then the press box at noon, you got Ward White's <clears throat> man just wakes up. He's like, who do I, what cool person do I want to speak to today? What do I want to talk about in my hour? And then Stephanie in sports. Stephanie Sports Talk breaks out. She's got like 17 sponsors. Aaron, have you ever noticed that Stephanie keeps all the sponsors to herself? <laughs> like, I I mean, would it, would, it, would it be nice to share every once in a while? Like, hey, I think I'll sell something for the Mosley Show. <laughs> Stephanie is, uh, nah, she's dynamic out there on the cells. Uh, I mean, she gets those leads, and then she just, boom, boom, she just pursues them. And uh, Aaron, I mean, I've I've been hearing rumors of a real tall, blonde-headed man doing some. He's say, uh, doing some sales, walking up and down the halls. We cannot reveal who that is, but uh, I have we seen may. said person. Okay, Aaron, did you did you uh, extend a welcoming hand to the youngster? He was busy talking with our boss. So I didn't have a chance to. But. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron, come on. I nodded on. and waved. <laughs> no, just welcome these folks in. All right? We have to. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's embrace them. Uh, but, uh, and, and of course, uh, man, we've, we've got the big um, pregame show that will start for the Baylor season. And I, I've just been amazed. And, and I just, I love the fact, Aaron, the sponsorships for those are just off. I mean, it's amazing how many people want to be involved in that. And, of course, Central National Bank, my presenting sponsor, um, Jim Turner Chevrolet. 
They're a big part of that show. I mean, it just the names go on and on. It's just it, every day I get I get like a like Sean Hunt re-upped with us. He did a long-term contract with us just the other day. But every day I hear of a new uh, group getting involved with us. That is the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Doug Furch, Paul Thorpe, the whole gang over there at the alumni, the uh, Baylor alumni. What a group. What a group. And uh, so we got a lot going on on the uh, station. Big show today. Uh, next, we let you hear from the commissioner of the Big 12, Brett Yormark. He's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. At UBO Business Services, we understand more than likely your IT service provider is securing all your front door accesses to your business. But what is not being protected is your back door with open print and fax ports where firmware has not been updated. With the white glove treatment our customers get at UBO, we update firmware on all service calls. Once again, putting customers first is why you call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it 
should be I need a partner I can count on That's Jenko and me Jenko is my credit union They're always there for me They're people I trust They treat me like family My money, my future, my credit union Jenko Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On this Matt Mosley show. And um, we, uh, we've got a lot planned for you today. We got Aggies football in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got, uh, oh, at 5 o'clock, uh, we've got Jared Sandler, Texas Rangers broadcaster. And we'll get you ready for a, I think it's a 7.05 first pitch tonight. You can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. He's part of the uh, Texas Rangers radio network. And Aaron, I used to have to, occasionally they would have us on the network. They would have me come in and uh, I'd be out there and have done a radio show or something. And I'd have to get involved in the rain delay theater. Oh, Because the fun. broadcasters would not. You know, they would do a little bit, but they would not talk the entire time, so they would send it to the booth. And I would always get the call, like during a rain delay, I'd be out there writing about it or something. Hey, can you come down to the booth? And I'd do about 30 or 40 minutes of just sitting there and and, and just imagine, Aaron, folks across, you know how big the Rangers radio network is, (laughs) just kind of hearing from a random 28- or 30-year-old Mosley about about whatever. I guess we talked about the Rangers. I once got a call from uh, J-Mo during a long lightning de- uh, delay against Kansas State. And it might have been the Rangers were either in the World Series or in the ALCS. And he knew I was covering a lot of that. And, of course, I was at the Rangers game. And I was down there hanging with my family. And I got <laughs> I got a call or a text. And J-Mo <laughs> said, uh, can, you, can you get to the booth? Get get to the booth here pretty quickly, and so I I uh, they met me down at the base so they could race me up there, and I think JJ was there, and JJ and I had already become friends, and I jumped in, and we had a lot of we had baseball talk during the middle of a Baylor game. Now, what I don't remember is if that game had started. Had they started that Kansas State lightning delays? Anybody remember? Yes, I Tech- was, oh, you do remember. I was okay. at that game, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I believe the lightning was maybe they, the third quarter. Oh, I think okay. That and then right. they had a long hour, hour yes. and a half delay or something along those lines. Yeah, um, absolutely. It is, the, uh, it is the Matt Mosley show. You're hearing from uh, Aaron Sexton as well. Aaron's sending me uh, – uh, Aaron, they don't even put box scores anymore in the in the uh, L.A. Times. I'm going to have to – they're making me buy this article, Aaron. I'm going to have to figure out a way to get in here. The, uh, <laughs> the Pac-12, though, and the Big 12 commissioner, uh, Brett Yormark, was on a podcast. And it's the sports – it's the uh, media sports podcast that John Urand – from the uh, Sports Business Journal, and Andrew Marshawn from the New York Post do. And today was their 100th episode. And this one was a really cool one 
because it was the first time Brett Yormark had really talked about what all happened, uh, getting the four corner schools, and there was a lot in there um, to uh, to to go back and listen to, and I really enjoyed. I encourage you to find that wherever you get your podcast. You can go to Stitcher. Uh, a lot of people use Apple Podcasts. Um, I you can go to uh, what else can you use, Aaron? Spotify is a good one, and just um, do a search for. Um, Oh, I think I think Andrew Marshawn, M-A-R-C-H-A-N-D. If you do that, it'll pop up, and you can listen to Brett Yormark uh, for free. You can download that podcast. So uh, I thought the questions were good. I, I, I thought Brett, just his attitude. And then Aaron, at the end, they, uh, they asked Brett about uh, Andrew Marshawn, got on to him a little bit about moving the media so far away from the, the court. <laughs> In Kansas City, nice. at the T-Mobile Center, said, "Hey, I, you know, these people are sending their people across the country. They're paying to come cover you." I think he's like, "I, mean, I, I just don't." And so, your mark, which is true, said, "I sat up there for a lot of it and was up there. I would never ask them to do something that I wouldn't do myself." And and I think some of that's true. I, I think Brett was up there. I did see him occasionally, uh, but Aaron, he said on the podcast that he is endeavoring to, uh, quote, modify that situation and try to find the media a, be- a better vantage point. I remember local local radio personality that was up in arms about that. <laughs> well, it's names, about- but it rhymes with Schmatz Mosley. <laughs> I was hoping it was somebody else. I, <laughs> I, I hope I did it jokingly, no, but you I did. was not. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's such an awesome tournament, and and we got spoiled because to be courtside at that tournament is so much fun and so enjoyable. I loved every moment of it, and then one of those same years. Then I went to the NCAA tournament and had the exact same situation. Tom and I were courtside for Baylor versus North Carolina to see that huge comeback. I mean, that was unreal to witness that and be up close. So to get sent up to the hinterlands is a little different, but they're going to they're gonna, uh, see about that. Now, I want to let you hear, um, I thought this was really interesting. This is Brett Yormark talking about um, the transparency and um, and not trying to hide the ball on his desire to go after Pac-12 teams. And then even there's some things, and you we, we had those quotes yesterday about Klievkov, how, you know, Brett showed some real empathy for the the Pac-12 commissioner. Now I don't know what empathy is going to get that guy moving forward in his career, but still, I I think I kind of admire the way your Mark talks about this and the way he handled it. Uh, this is from that podcast. Let's listen in on what Brett Yormark had to say about how he handled um, the uh, expansion efforts. What I have learned here during expansion, and I still do have a little bit of a knot in my stomach. I never want my gain to be someone else's loss. Uh, it's it's it, that's a little different here, and I on the heels of 
not Colorado, but of all four corner schools coming. I texted George, reached out to him. Obviously, he was busy. He and I spoke last week. And effectively, I said, hey, I'm sorry it came down to this. And I'm sorry I put you in a tough position, but this was something that, you know, we 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 had to do. And, you know, this was something that the board and our key stakeholders um, encouraged. And um, I'm sorry that my gain is your loss. And we had a very collegial conversation. George was fantastic. And I'll be seeing him again in a couple of weeks at some industry meetings. Um, I'm not one to hide. And, and again, I've been very intentional um, about expansion, and I and I did that in an effort to make sure that I didn't do it. I didn't do you know expansion didn't happen in someone's shadow. It didn't happen at night. It wasn't a shock and awe moment. Everyone knew the Big Twelve had an appetite to expand, and um, I, I, I maybe some people in the industry didn't like that that I was so intentional about it, but I'm very transparent. In fact, I telegraphed it. Um, and I just felt that was the right way to do it versus other things that I w- witnessed and and, ex- and 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 observed in our industry over time, where transparency really wasn't really the you know what happened. I felt I had to do it a little differently, and that's really about my personality and how I do things, generally speaking. All right. Um, now that some of that seemed like you know. Um... I mean, there might have been some, uh, um, you know, uh, patting on the back a little bit, but I, I think that's exactly how he handled it. And I, uh, I'm sitting here kind of looking at the video that goes along with his appearance, and um, I, I find it interesting that, quote, I'm sorry that my gain is your loss. Again, this is uh, John Urand and, and Andrew Marshawn, who uh, do a real nice job from the Sports Business Journal and the New York Post on this podcast. And they cover all of this. And then, Aaron, I also found it interesting, the, the pro rata talk. Brett confirmed that there's no pro rata agreement with Fox. Like, they're excited about the new schools, but that wasn't exactly in the contract. Whereas with ESPN, there was a pro rata agreement that if they added schools, that uh, an exact amount of money would uh, would be uh, would be included. Now, what we're going to find out, Aaron, and we we don't totally know yet, is like is Colorado getting a better deal, a better cut because they came in sooner. Is uh, is Arizona? They take it in Arizona State, and Utah taking a smaller cut. Certainly not from ESPN, but Fox. I think will kick in some more money, but I, I don't think they're required to as much. I think that'll be interesting to find out more about. I don't think Aaron that uh, these new these four new schools were coming in at a full share. Uh, I think they're kind of going to ramp up to it. So all of this is uh, very interesting to monitor and watch. Now, also, uh, um, Brett Yormark talked about um, the situation with UConn 
and Gonzaga. In the buildup to all these real, all the realignment that happened, there had been conversations about, in case the Pac-12 hung together, would UConn be a good addition? Would Gonzaga, both of those basketball programs being superb? And um, uh, Brett Yormark was asked on this podcast about that scenario. Well, right now, you know, I, I, I did have conversations. Uh, with, with UConn and Gonzaga, and unfortunately, you know, things didn't work out only because, you know, the dream scenario unfolded for us. Um, so those conversations, uh, you know, are are, are no longer. Um, I'm a big admirer of both those programs. They're fantastic for all the right reasons. Um, but right now, you know, I'm focused on the transition of those four in right now. And, and also, how do I leverage the fact that you know, I'm now a 16-team league in 10 states with 90 million people in four different time zones. So that's my focus right now. You know, I was listening to him, and he's had to get up to speed on the football, and he did. I mean, one of the key things that that he did was uh, talking about Brett Yormark was to call Mark Shapiro. Almost immediately, when even before he got the job, basically before he became the commissioner, he contacted Mark Shapiro, who's with William Morris Endeavor, and uh, Endeavor is kind of the way a lot of people know it now, and uh, and said, "Hey, I'm gonna if I get this, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to your group." He said he didn't have the infrastructure ready to to do this uh, in the Big 12, and he he outsourced some of this. And I think part of, I mean, he's done a great job himself, but part of what you have to do is to realize when you need to lean on longtime associates, friends, and, and, and put things into capable hands. And these kind of endeavor talent manager types have done hundreds of thousands of negotiations they i mean i'm talking about combined but they just do they do a lot of this they've been down this road they've done huge deals they quickly got to a point and even at the time i think your mark would have agreed that it wasn't a deal that he completely you know it wasn't just like staggering knocked out of the park but now it kind of looks like that because he got the last deal at the table he got the last deal available. So, Aaron, I think the Pac-12 and others, and our man Canzano and Wilner might have been part of this, were a little bit scoffing at the $31.7 million per member school in the Big 12. That deal now looks greater, way better than it did at the time because it was the last bite at the apple this was it this was it and uh and that that's uh 30 i mean real real uh big time negotiating and that is where uh that's the biggest reason when they stepped in front of the pac-12 and now we know that the pac-12 had an offer from espn of 30 million dollars a year and they said no. Th- uh, they said nah. 
we can do better. And they came back with somewhere in the neighborhood. I've heard $41 million. I've heard some people say they countered with $50 million. Um, ESPN at that point said, appreciate you. Appreciate you. We're, uh, I mean, we're going to, we're going to move on. And so, I mean, it, this is the last, this is one of the last enormous, um, linear deals that will be done. And I say enormous, I mean, it's not as big as some others, but I think in the future, Aaron, the Apples, the Amazons. I mean, again, I we don't know what Apple TV or Amazon or Peacock or any of this stuff, Netflix, will look like five years from now. When they go to market again in, when is that, Aaron, 2027, 2028, whenever the next time they go to market again, I mean, I some of these companies will have gone away. Or, or, the, or it'll look... Like NBC is not going to go away, but the whole process could look because it's kind of like the uh, live that Saudi back golf. At some point, I mean, you maybe not for the Saudis. Maybe they never run out of money. But in in America, there there is a point where people cry uncle, and at some point there's going to be a bubble that bursts with these streaming companies because you can't keep. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, Aaron. You can't just go, I, I, we want to do this new Star Wars deal on uh, Disney TV, and I think we're going to spend about $70 million on it. Or I, I think we'll about $50 million. Or we're going to do a new Game of Thrones, and uh, I don't know. I think our budget's going to be about $2.1 billion. I don't think you can just keep doing that forever. I may, maybe there's enough people that will finance it where you can. I mean, I, you would think that, Aaron, that the quarterbacks, the quarterback money would blow up at some point in the NFL. It doesn't, does it? I mean, it just gets more and more and more to the point where every elite quarterback will soon make 45 to $55 million a year because that's the cap as they make more and more money. Because the truth is, people are so desperate to advertise on these live sporting events the NFL is one of the few things that just continues to grow in an enormous way uh, in, in terms. And still, what do they do? They lay people off uh, acting like they're not making enough. It's what, it's what uh, billionaires do. Uh, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, Brett, your mark, hearing some of that, listening some of that, um, I think he was uh, – Brilliant, and I also think he really is one. He's kind of like the the coach who loves taking over a distressed property, you know, like our buddy who came in and took over university a couple of years ago uh, from Little Rock, and he turns it around. Then he moves on to the next one. We hope Brett Yormark doesn't do that. But Aaron, it just seemed like he took he took a property that had taken a beating and had a lot of negativity attached to it and has now shined it up to the point, Aaron, did you see who's performing at uh, halftime of the Big 12 title game? I did. John mentioned it during his show and uh, another Brett Yormark of, 
know, additive experience. He talked about making everything bigger, including the Big 12 championship gang. And, and one way to do that is to bring in a halftime act like the Super Bowl does, and he's going to do that. Aaron, you may should uh, you may need to think about joining some of these college administrators uh, with with words like that. That additive, I love that, uh, which has became a huge buzzword uh, for people trying to decide if a uh, if in fact bringing in certain schools. Aaron, what schools right now in the Pac four were were deemed non additive? I think that would be our friends Cal Berkeley and Stanford. I've, I find them extremely additive in the academics department. But when it comes to the world of college athletics, that rarely matters, only seemingly to the presidents. And the presidents, certainly at the end of the day, they make the huge decisions, but they are, the decisions are rarely made in terms of who brings the most academic prestige Aaron when's the last time that ever happened I, has it ever happened in the in the in the history of college football a team was added because they were so great at academics I don't know I can't I'm trying to one. think maybe uh maybe you remember the Big Ten thought Nebraska was such a good <laughs> academic then they get school. kicked out of AAU <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have never been in AAU than get kicked out of AAU. I think I would rather have never experienced. I don't know what happens to AAU schools. Iowa State resigned from the uh, from the AAU era, and they kind of beat the sheriff out of town, I think. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. As we continue, uh, it's a uh, taking you all the way to six o'clock tonight let's do the nfl blitz we got a lot going on around the nfl aaron and i will hit sort of the major headlines we'll do it next the excitement of the new Baylor Athletic season is here, and we're ready to celebrate at our annual Meet the Bears event. It's Saturday, August 26th at 2 p.m. inside McLean Stadium. The event is free to the Baylor family, and you'll be able to meet the teams on the concourse and get autographs from your favorite Bears. Fans can buy gear, have fun in our kids' zone, get an exclusive football ticket deal, and sign up for the Cup Club all at Meet the Bears, Saturday, August 26th, 2 p.m. at McLean Stadium. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. 
As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On this Matt Mosley Show, you hear the music, you know what it means. It's time to dig in with our NFL Blitz. And, um, man, lots going on across the, uh, across the NFL today. And uh, Aaron is uh, ready to uh, take us on a, a little bit of a tour uh, through the NFL. Aaron, where do we begin today? We will start with Dallas Cowboys news. Good news. As most Cowboys fans know, Micah Parsons left practice early with a leg injury yesterday. Didn't think it was serious. He said he got kicked in the leg and got confirmation today that it wasn't. He's fine to go, said head coach Mike McCarthy. 
and he suggested that he should be able to practice despite having his calf area taped up by the training staff and remaining on the sideline after it happened yesterday. Parson indicated he got kicked in the leg and that it is, quote, just something that happens to me. It's football. I'm not worried about it. And he should return to practice today. All right, good news right there. Aaron said it. Micah Parsons uh, left with that left leg injury. He said it wasn't going to be serious, and that's uh, uh, Mike McCarthy uh, echoing those thoughts with uh, earlier today, saying Parsons is, quote, fine to go. I also liked, Aaron, that McCarthy uh, went on to say today that this is – DeMarcus Lawrence's most productive training camp since McCarthy became the uh, Dallas head coach in 2020. Now, something, and we may hear a little bit of this uh, uh, tomorrow, but uh, the uh, we got some uh, quotes from our man Zach Martin. Um, uh, it's uh, Aaron, have you seen that today? The, Zach, back in... Uh, Back in Oxnard and speaking to the media. It's a good sight to see if you're a Cowboys fan or employed very, by the Cowboys. Very good sight uh, to see. Zach Martin uh, quoted saying, It was definitely difficult. If you would have asked me a few years ago if I'd ever be a holdout guy, I would probably say no. That's what I felt it had to come down to to reach some of my goals that I was looking for. Luckily, it worked out. I've been here a long time. I think I've accomplished some good things. At the end of the day, I felt this is something I earned and deserved. Uh, also went on to say that three weeks doesn't seem that long, but when you're sitting in Dallas in 110-degree heat every day <laughs> and seeing your guys out there having fun at training camp, it seems a little bit longer than it is. It was definitely Difficult. That coming to us from none other than Zach Martin. The Los Angeles Raiders got two very important players back on the practice field today. First round Ricky Edge rusher Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech will return to the field. He was the number seven overall pick. He had been on the non-football injury list. And also, all-pro wide receiver Devontae Adams is expected to return to practice today. Adams injured his lower right leg on a hit he took running a slant pattern on the first play of team drills in a joint practice with San Francisco on Friday. He was seen wearing a sleeve on his right leg and walking with a limp before the Raiders' preseason game against the Niners Sunday, but he appears to be okay and will be back at practice today. All right. Um, good news there. I, 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 I surf Twitter looking for NFL news, as Aaron does as well. And I saw Aaron, somebody at Titans camp, had some kind of injury today, and they had to be carted off. Uh, one of their wide receivers. And um, I don't yeah, know if you – yeah. Uh, Second-year receiver Traylon Burks uh, had to yeah, be carted oh. off. He caught a uh, – Long pass from Ryan Tannehill and tumbled into the end zone and just kind of didn't get up. So don't know the nature of the injury yet for him. But he was expected to be obviously a big part of their offense after being a first-round pick last year. 
All right, and um, his uh, teammates are uh, um, expressing uh, worry about that. One of his uh, uh, teammates, I was just looking at this, um, saying uh, that, and of course, like as you said, uh, went up to make a catch in practice, deep ball thrown by Tannehill. Uh, after limping a few steps, he went back down to the ground. Teammates came over. Uh, to look at him. Tannehill was quoted after practice saying, I went over and checked on him. You hate seeing that. We'll find out more information and see what's really going on. Hopefully he's going to be all right. He seemed obviously upset, understandably so. Thoughts and prayers are with him right now, and hopefully it's not too bad. Uh, Aaron, uh, you're always good on these fantasy situations. Burks. Like starting caliber, going to put up pretty decent numbers. What are we talking about? A guy that might give him, he was slated to give him 700 yards receiving. Is that Would that be a, 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 a decent guess on something like that? Yeah, that, that's fair, especially after they signed DeAndre Hopkins. Before, he was probably going to be the leading receiver, get a ton of targets and probably over 1,000 yards. But, yeah, probably close to seven 800 yards. And five okay. or six touchdowns is, is the n- number two receiver behind Hopkins before this injury. Hopefully not too bad. But as you All said, right. uh, his teammates were worried. Yep. And Kevin Byard, the safety, um, the, uh, also uh, also uh, very, very concerned. All right. Let's, keep, let's continue. What else do you have? Uh, more wide receiver injuries. Two of the Detroit Lions' top receivers, including their best re- wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown, left joint practices with the Jacksonville Jaguars with injury. Amon Ross St. Brown had an ankle injury, and their first-round pick from last year, former Alabama receiver Jamison Williams, had a hamstring injury. Williams, depending on the severity, isn't really pressing because he has to serve a six-game suspension for gambling before he can play, but Amon Ross St. Brown may be the Lions' best player, period, so they really need him on the field and healthy. Yeah, I I don't know what I mean. It's just a complete rash of injuries with these wide receivers today. Uh, you know the Bucks wide receiver Russell Gage, he's going to miss this season with a knee injury, non-contact um, in a joint practice with the Jets. And uh, Aaron Gage has um, he's kind of been a nice complimentary type wide receiver. Uh, he caught 51 passes for 426 yards and five touchdowns in 13 games in his first season with the Bucks in 2022. And uh, he was the one who left that wild card game against the Cowboys on a stretcher and was taken to the uh, hospital with a concussion. Uh, he had been listed as a starter along with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Now, Aaron... Uh, in terms of only you would know these guys, his absence will provide more playing time for Trey Palmer, Devin Tompkins, <laughs> and David Moore. Any of those names do anything for you? No, but the, their top two, Evans and Godwin, are so good that there's just not a lot of targets to go around after they get their share of the targets and the running backs which will most likely be Rashad White, get their share because they throw to the running backs a lot. So 
their third receiver not really fantasy relevant and not really team relevant, if you want to know the truth. I mean, they he has to play well, but he's not a big part of their offense. Um, you know, the other night, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, um, on, you know, they were practicing, I guess it was against Tampa Bay, and uh, he – under pressure, he threw a he, he threw the ball away so far out of bounds that it it went into the crowded bleachers. <laughs> and afterward, afterwards, he tried to project calm while answering questions about the line. Um, there are, even though the Jets have the potential to be really good, this O line um, is uh, a concern, and and there might be a time soon. When Rodgers asked the coaches to maybe settle on a lineup for the sake of continuity, here's what Rodgers said about that. Aaron, stop me if you've ever heard Aaron Rodgers give the coaches some advice on how to handle (laughs) something. He said, um, I don't get concerned about things I don't have a huge role in yet. (laughs) That might change. Yeah, he said, that might change. At some point, I might say, hey, I need the five who are going to be in there to be in there with me for a solid week. But I don't think we're at that point because I don't think there are five guys that have earned those spots. So I have some patience. That would be a first. (laughs) I like that. And by the way, 2020 first-round pick, Makai Becton, uh, is healthy and practicing at left tackle but hasn't been able to get any first-team reps even – with Brown sidelined. <laughs> Aaron, I mean, Makai Becton was a ballyhooed player. He was supposed to be one of the great linemen, you know, and, and I know he's been hurt and, well, and you've I, got durability concerns, but I think I'd get him in there and have him working with the first team if there's a chance he's going to start over there. Yeah, they definitely don't have anybody on the bench better than him. <laughs> like you said, he's suffered some injuries, but, I mean, he was a top ten pick coming out of college by the Jets. They have a lot invested in him, so I mean, they need to have him playing. All right, Dalvin Cook, Aaron, um, he uh, arrived during practice. He's going to um, – he watched. He's going to fly home for the birth of his first child, and then he'll return next week. He won't practice for about a week uh, after having shoulder surgery in the offseason. The Jets expect him to be ready, though, for week one, and uh, so there is some Dalvin Cook news. And there's your NFL Blitz. Always love going over the NFL Blitz. All right, um, we got big, oh, we got stuff all afternoon planned for you. Uh, 5 o'clock, Rangers, uh, big-time Rangers guest. 5.20, big-time Texas A&M Aggies guest. I mean, we'll talk Aggies football. So the five, we've got some major guests coming up. And uh, remember, at 440, we've got Campus Confidential. Next, let's talk some, uh, let's talk some Rangers. Uh, we'll do it next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. 
Construction makes getting here harder, so we make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. Drive it and you will see. Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, get a GMC Sierra at Richard Carr and save $57.50. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra for only $34,995. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks live from Lumen Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. John Morris, weekdays from 2 to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Pro Football Hall of Famer and three-time champion. Trust me, I know about joint pain. Pro Football's all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, talks about chronic joint pain and exciting new regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. I know what it's like to fight through pain, but now, you and I, we have help. QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced, all-natural regenerative medicine that can give you lasting relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Do you suffer with constant pain from arthritis or injury, pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, or lower back? 
back. Don't assume steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. Regenerative, restorative, natural solutions are now available. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation and learn how regenerative medicine can repair and restore damaged joint tissue. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. We are rolling into our second hour. No longer our first hour. Aaron, I mean, is it... Kind of that four to six run wasn't half bad, was it? Well, now we're three to six. We've returned to the old days. John Morris show, the J Mo show at two o'clock, and then Ward and Stephanie come out swinging. And with Stephanie, you never know. I mean, there may be some swinging involved, uh, but they come out talking about whatever golf cart she's selling. Oh man, those are great golf carts that group she's with, and then, boy, she'll be out there talking about the Red Barn and some barbecue. She's just got a lot of great uh, partners, uh, uh, and that's, uh, that's, a big, uh, that's a big thing. Now, Aaron, I kind of like this. Uh, I kinda, th- th- this kind of gets my attention, all right? This is, uh, I was going to talk some Major League Baseball, but right now, leading MLB.com is a story on uh, Ozzy uh, Al- Albies, you know, the uh, – the, the brave star um, at his Georgia home, Aaron, he, he's 
Um, he's got a 10,000-gallon pool of fish. A chubby gray feature starts making its way over to his hand, and, and Albies tells the interviewer that uh, that he can he, he can call the fish over, and that's a gray koi. But um, this is a uh, this is kind of an interesting deal. This living out in Marietta, Georgia, has let's see, along with a koi fish pond, Albies has. Three tanks inside measuring 550, 300, and 450 gallons. All fresh water. The biggest is 12 feet long, while the other two are 8 feet. Um, apparently, he's always like helping to change the water, and then he'll get in the tank with the fish himself to kind of go in there and... and uh, and, and take care of things. So, I mean, there are sometimes folks just make a little bit too much money. And uh, he's got a shark in there. He's got a freshwater shark. I, I didn't know there was such a thing. Right now it's 12 to 14 inches. But he said it can get to like two and a half feet. So this is a great player. And the man is way into his, uh, his uh, uh, fish gallons upon gallons of these Aaron have you ever had an aquarium or even a fish did you ever have a pet fish growing up I may have had one of those goldfish from the fair but they never they never lived long <laughs> just and no matter just uh, I don't know the type of fish I guess you know mm-hmm. you would you would get for popping a balloon for a dollar you just couldn't quite uh yeah you couldn't quite get them to live um, we would, uh, uh, we, we would leave ours occasionally with neighbors and, uh, the fish would not make it. I look back now and I'm, I'm curious if the neighbors maybe forgot to feed the fish, but, uh, the fish never seemed to have uh, much longevity. Um, Aaron, I'm watching, I'm watching some video right now. We're going to talk about, uh, talk about the Rangers a little bit and we might, cause we've got a big guest lineup in the five. I kind of want to, at 420, coming up in about 10 minutes or so, I want to delve in, or about 425, I kind of want to delve into more, and of course we'll have, Aaron's got a lot for Campus Confidential, but I want to go back into what we were doing earlier in the 3 o'clock and hear more from Brett Yormark and react to some of what he had on that podcast. I find that fascinating as we start to think. And then, Aaron, I can't help but think about what these games are going to be like, what the league's going to look like, the pods, is it going to be divisions? Um, you know, are you going to go to a not, you know, you're going to go to a 10 game? I mean, how do you play as many of these conference games as you can? We've watched the SEC talk ad nauseum about getting to nine. Uh, the, uh, the, when you had 10, teams everybody would play each other and it really did give the conference champion uh, and and then they started playing the conference championship a little more validity now you're going to add all these teams Aaron I just don't we're not conditioned as longtime SWC people and then even the big 12 at its biggest we're not conditioned to function and be fans and media 
in a 16-team conference. It feels unwieldy. It seems strange. I, I think basketball, because you can play so many games and do some round-robin with certain teams, I mean, that's going to be a fascinating schedule when they, when, they, when they come out with that and they put all that out. Uh, but football, I mean, Aaron, it gets even crazier. This year's schedule is just nuts because you you got Baylor not playing OU and OSU. You got the Bears after two years of playing BYU. They don't play BYU. Uh, it, it just the the schedulers seem to just kind of like, well, that's the best we can do. And we've tried to look at everything. And so here, here, do this. And now Baylor people aren't complaining because we have so many home games. Aaron, although that makes us work, but, you know, hey, we get paid to do this. I mean, my gosh, if we're going to have a bunch of home games, I'm not one to complain. We'll get out there and have a great time. And uh, Aaron will run things back from the studio, maybe sneak out occasionally. Maybe you can get somebody to do the second half for him and sneak out for the second half of a game. Now, Rangers-wise, um, I mean, they just continue to pound it. Aaron, I, I got to say, the um, Seager is just, and I wanted to keep you up to date, Houston and Miami, Houston did win last night. That's a 540 first pitch. Okay, so that thing will get started before we're off the air today. Rangers and the Angels go at 7.05. And um, Aaron, that appears to be a free watch tonight on uh, MLB. Not for us, because we get valleys and all that kind of stuff. Probable pitchers this evening, unless there's a late scratch, would be Detmers for the Angels and John Gray for the Rangers. Rangers in a just... Really, really in a good place right now. Um, and uh, now they, I don't know if these, I usually wait to hear from the Rangers before I think of these as totally correct lineups. But the MLB has put a Rangers lineup out now. And Aaron, it, uh, Leote's back in there hitting ninth. And um, that's interesting. Garver catching and hitting fifth. And Zeke Duran, sixth, and Grossman, seven. So Heim, if this is to be believed, not in the lineup. Now, people that are going out to this game, and I had a buddy going out there tonight, they were they were obviously hoping to see Otani pitch. Otani will not pitch, but he will be hitting second uh, in the lineup, and so you get at least get to see him at the plate. Um, Reed Detmers on the mound for the Angels, awful. Two and nine, five twenty-seven ERA. Uh, not just nothing great about really his career ERA. The best thing you can say about his career is he's just hung around for for a while now, um, and uh, not that old. My gosh, born in ninety-nine. My he's you know he's twenty-four years old, so he still has time to figure it out. Former first-round pick, tenth overall out of Louisville. Reed Detmers on the mound. Aaron, that's a that's a rough deal when you're two on a team that's kind of been hanging around this year, finally has faded recently, but two and nine with a five twenty-seven ERA. Yikes. Now I last night 
looking at I, I like to go back and, and look at a couple of these things. Uh Seeger, I mean, two home runs. Aaron, if he had been healthy all season, I mean, I think if Shohei Otani doesn't just fall apart, um, you gotta, you know, he'll probably be the uh, MVP. But Seeger is a total MVP candidate. I mean, he brings it all. I'm just looking at last night's game, two home runs. The swing is just on fire right now. And Montgomery goes out there, gets the job done. In fact, uh, for the Rangers, Montgomery is now, he pitched six innings, gives up one earned run. Aaron, how many earned runs in that is in the last three starts for the Rangers? Uh, I'm going to add it up real quick. I believe it's two. That's three starts, two earned runs, and 32 strikeouts. <laughs> that That's the last three outings. You had 12 strikeouts from Dane Dunning, 11 strikeouts uh, from uh, Scherzer, and nine strikeouts last night from Jordan Montgomery. Six innings, six hits, one earned run. And... This team bludgeons you early, and when you take a 4-0 lead, that's some good pitching. Your team gives you a 4-0 lead, go out there, just smooth right through it. Finally gives up a run in the fifth. Um, Seager goes three for five with five RBI. He's now hitting 350 on the season. Two, um, let's see, do you have two, yeah, two home runs. So he's got 22 home runs on the season. Aaron, the only thing holding him back from the MVP is the amount of home runs he has is because he's been out is a little lower. You know, I think Odolis has like 30 now and Otani's over 30. Um, that, But, I mean, he look at these numbers. He's hitting 350. He's got an 1,076 OPS. Scored two runs last night. Um, he, I mean, the team had 11 hits. He had three of the hits and five of the seven RBI. Aaron, I mean, it's just, he's having one of the great, again, if he wasn't, if he hadn't missed this much time as he has, I think we would be talking about this as one of the great all-time seasons for a ranger. I mean, Aaron, what what seasons jump off? I mean, Nelly had some home run seasons that I loved. A-Rod won an MVP. Hamilton put up a couple of unreal seasons, you know, at least in the MVP conversation. Adrian Beltre put up monster seasons. But... I, I mean, Seager's right there. Aaron, I mean, I, I'm I'm just bowled over by what he's doing. And and what he does is he takes on so – I mean, he is, in that two-hole, able to carry a team if they're struggling for a little bit. Now, the pitching's been so great, and, and the lineup's been fine. But, Aaron, think about some of these things that could have been rough, like – Zeke went in the tank at one point. He's kind of back. 
He's been banging it around lately. Um, Leodi goes in the tank. He's been bad lately. He, I mean, he's hopefully going to put it together here. By the way, last night also, Martinez, one for three, had a walk. Um, kind of excited about him as well. That's J.P. Martinez. And he's had 18 at-bats since being called up. They thought he'd just be up for maybe a weekend, send him back down. And he's hitting 389, a couple of RBI, OPS 853. And they can't they can't get him out of the lineup. I mean, I I, I keep waiting for this official lineup because I don't totally trust the um, – Aaron, if you ever wonder why I'm so obsessed with lineups – uh, that was all those years with Galloway. Like we would wait for the lineup every day, and it was like a, a even like during huge Cowboy stories, we would still like obsess over the lineup. Um, the lineup we gave earlier appears to have been correct. So I must have MLB put it out right as the Rangers put it out. And um, Garver is hitting fifth tonight, Mitch Garver, and playing catcher Heim. Out of the lineup, Zeke Duran hitting sixth, uh, Grossman seventh, Jankowski out there running around in, in left field, batting eighth, and Leoti back in there in center field. Aaron, this is the first time they've had Martinez, J.P. Martinez, out of the lineup in about, what, four or five games? I mean, he just, he arrived ready to go, and he's been a lot of fun, and he's got great speed on the base paths. I mean, I, I just... I've never seen a season where kind of everybody you bring up. I mean, if at the start of the season, Tavares wasn't even up. I think Leoti started the season in AAA. I mean, he's been and he's been bad lately, but for the, he's had a great season. Um, Zeke Duran was not really on anybody's radar. Zeke Duran's got pop. He's got like fourteen or fifteen home runs. Mitch Garver's hit the dog out of the ball this year Himes an all-star Lowe's been great uh in the lineup the only oh Aaron the one thing that I didn't mention about the lineup and you're like Matt you've mentioned everything about this lineup well I, I, that's <laughs> not that's not true I, don't ask me why but Adolis Garcia is batting third tonight it may have something to do with Detmers and the lefty, but Lowe, who usually hits third, is hitting cleanup with Garver hitting fifth behind him. That's, isn't that kind of interesting, Aaron? I mean, I bet Lowe has hit third in 95% of the games this year, 90, 97% of the games, because even when Seeger's out, they move Jankowski to hit second. Simeon leads off. And then Jankowski will go second, and Lowe's in third. Lowe is batting cleanup tonight. All right, we'll get an explanation on that uh, when we talk to Jared Sandler, Rangers broadcaster, at uh, 5 o'clock. Now, it is time to hear from Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12. We'll do that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. The 2023 Buick Encore GX has style that stands out with premium interior at an unbeatable value. Right now, Richard Carr qualified buyers can save $32.50 and drive off in a 2023 Buick Encore GX for $24,435. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments until 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. See dealer for details. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store. 9030 China Spring Highway and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1 800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1 800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, I I started to get to it earlier uh, in all that Rangers talk. I kind of forgot. Jack Leiter, the uh, Rangers uh, pitching prospect that had kind of fallen on tough times recently, and they've tried to kind of get him figured out, was uh, at the ballpark today in front of all the Rangers brass doing some live uh, pitching to live hitters. And um, I, everybody wanted to go out there and watch him, so I just think they're kind of trying to see where he is. Our man Hedges, Aaron, who uh, doesn't seem to be getting in the lineup a lot, was going to hit against him, and then one other 
bench player. They were going to get out there and give the Rangers a look and give him somebody up there trying to trying to hit. So we'll just kind of see what that's about. Um, I mean, again, these the Rangers continue the pitching is just wonderful right now. One more injury update. Um, Rangers starter Nathan uh, Avaldi, you may know him as Nate, extended his work in his second bullpen throwing session in the last four days. He threw the equivalent of a game warm-up, sat down to rest, pitched an inning, sat down, and then threw another inning to get an idea of how much the arm might stiffen up between innings. Typical middle step in the rehab throwing progression for pitchers. Next step would likely be to face hitters in a a simulated game environment. Um, Rangers will wait to see how he's feeling after a night's rest. And it might be like September 1st could be a decent target for him. They've been so great... It's allowed them not to rush him at all. And he was quoted as saying, it went well, and I definitely feel encouraged. There is still a lot for me to work on. Um, He last pitched July 18th, going five shutout innings against Tampa Bay. And he did a mild decline in uh, velocity. He is 11-3 with a 269 ERA. Aaron, I mean, lost in the... How great the pitching has been is the fact that Avaldi is sitting out there with great numbers. Uh, so we'll keep you updated. We just got that Rangers lineup. We went over it, and we'll do some Rangers talk at 5 o'clock with Jared Sandler of the Rangers Radio Network. And uh, there's a, 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 we can go a lot of different ways. If you've got Rangers questions, you want to jump in, CNC Collision Center text line 254 254- Six six two sixteen sixty. Now, the Brett Yormark was on a podcast with John Uron from uh, Sports Business Journal and uh, Andrew Marchand from the New York Post. They have a really good podcast. And your uh, Brett had not spoken. We had hoped his first interview would be with us, but that's okay. We've had Brett on. We'll do it again soon. He's supposed to let us know when he's coming to the Baylor campus. And we'll run over and record something with him. I've kind of gotten the uh, thought that Brett likes podcasts and like recording things more than he just, for whatever reason, doesn't do a lot of live radio. And that's okay. That's uh, that's uh, that's totally fine. We'll go meet him and and do a nice uh, visit with him. But this was, of course, his first interview, and I thought this part of it was fascinating. Uh, talking about what it what it meant bringing in those corner schools and then the transparency that he tried to have and not hiding the ball and not trying to do anything in the darkness. He called his shot, and then he went and he pulled it off. Uh, here is Brett Yormark talking about that process. What I have learned here doing expansion, and I still do have a little bit of a knot in my stomach. I never want my gain to be someone else's loss. Uh, it's it's it, That's a little different here. 
And I, on the heels of not Colorado, but of all four corner schools coming, I texted George, reached out to him. Obviously, he was busy. He and I spoke last week. And effectively, I said, hey, I'm sorry I came down to this. And I'm sorry I put you in a tough position, but this was something that, you know, we 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 had to do. And, you know, this was something that the board and our key stakeholders um, encouraged. And um, I'm sorry that my gain is your loss. And we had a very collegial conversation. George was fantastic. And I'll be seeing him again in a couple of weeks at some industry meetings. Um, I'm not one to hide. And, and again, uh, I've been very intentional um, about expansion. And I, and I did that in an effort to make sure that I didn't do it. I didn't do, you know, expansion didn't happen in someone's shadow. It didn't happen at night. It wasn't a shock and awe moment. Everyone knew the big 12 had an appetite to expand. And um, I, I, I'm maybe some people in the industry didn't like that, that I was so intentional about it. But I'm very transparent. In fact, I telegraphed it. Um, and I just felt that was the right way to do it versus other things that I w- witnessed and, 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 and observed in our industry over time where transparency really wasn't really the, you know what happened. I felt I had to do it a little differently. And that's really about my personality and how I do things, generally speaking. All right. I like it. He he's he came he came right out at his first media days and said we're open for business. Klievkov from the Pac-12 responded in kind and said something like we're open too. The Pac-12 writers rallied around, kind of laughed and said all the Pac-12 will be fine, and it ended up not being fine. And I don't think. I don't think uh, Brett Yormark or the Big 12 killed the Pac-12 or the Big 10. I think Klievkoff and Larry Scott before him did, did, did it on their own. They, it was self-inflicted wounds uh, in, the way, in their approach. And uh, the others were ready to pounce. And uh, they took advantage. And now that is why the conference is now stronger than ever. And the basketball just keeps getting better. And Aaron, I mean, as we'll start seeing AP top 25, um, we may see the buff show up. We know Arizona will be there because they always are. Arizona State has some very fun basketball history. Um, these are places I'll, I want to go see games at all these places. Uh, if I thought hard enough, I could tell you the name of where Arizona plays. Aaron... Off the top of my head, I, I would say it's called like the McKell Center. M, little c, big K-A-L-E or something along those lines. The Arizona State, I mean, to me, those have always been kind of magical places. And here they come. Here they come into the Big 12. And we will have a, uh, we got a lot to observe. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be enjoyable to watch it all come together. Now, uh your, Brett Yormark also, speaking of basketball, was asked about UConn and Gonzaga and the storyline that that he might be thinking of adding them. He has closed the door on that possibility, and here's where he talks about it. 
Well, right now, you know, I I, I did have conversations uh, with with you, Conning and Zag, and unfortunately, you know, things didn't work out only because you know the dream scenario unfolded for us. Um, so those conversations, uh, you know, are 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 no longer. Um, I'm a big admirer of both those programs. They're fantastic for all the right reasons. Um, but right now, you know, I'm focused on the transition of those four in right now. And, and also, how do I leverage the fact that, you know, I'm now a 16-team league in 10 states with 90 million people in four different time zones. So that's my focus right now. And... I, the 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 time zone thing. I have to admit, <clears throat> I never quite understood the fascination with it. Possibly because we're so used to, we grew up on regional rivalries. We've had to kind of learn, you know, Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas. But I just think we've now been with them so long. It feels it still feels a little bit regional. I mean, we just got to go through Oklahoma. We can get over to Kansas. So, it, I mean, it just, I know it's a good good long drive, but it still feels a little bit regional. Your mark had a different vision. Um, I mean, BYU and these new schools have zero regionality. But he loved the thought of being in all those time zones. And I'm happy for him. I mean, Aaron, we had some debate on because Arizona – those Arizona schools do some weird things with their daylight savings time. So I think we're, it's a Pacific time for part of the year. All right. So I think we can we can honestly claim four time zones now. Never totally understood <clears throat> why that was that big of a deal. Other than I think your mark, like a lot of branding type people, uh, really loves to be a, a ta- certain talking points, and that became a big talking point, and being a more national conference. Again, a lot of us didn't care anything about being a national conference. We loved the SWC. We liked the old days being with Arkansas, and A&M, and the whole gang. We never wanted to be national, but here we are. And in this day and age, that's kind of what sells. That's what the, maybe the TV network's like, and, and that's what he was doing. He was laying the groundwork to make it to to be as enticing as he could, ESPN and Fox. Aaron, what do you think they could have gotten on these TV deals? What if he'd have had all sixteen to market? I mean, he he went to market with twelve teams with the four new additions and without OU in Texas and got everybody thirty one point seven. I mean, it's kind of crazy, especially in the context of the fact that. The AAC and, and and the Mountain West, Aaron, you know what those schools get on their TV deals or media rights deals? It's somewhere in the neighborhood. I mean, you talk about the haves and have-nots. It's like $4.7 million or three point. I mean, it's they do have deals, but, boy, they are not lucrative at all. And, and the Pac-12 Act, it, it turned up its nose. At a thirty million dollars per school member school deal from ESPN, even if they had taken that immediately without trying to get it up any, without even trying to get that thing to thirty-five, they would still be in existence today. And and who knows, you know where the where the Big Twelve would be. The timing was great, and what I kind of like about your mark is he kind of admits that there was a uh, 
there was some luck involved. And um, I think uh, I think that's okay. I mean, you, sometimes you need a little a little luck, uh, and uh, they uh, they got that. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, one of our most popular segments. It happens every day at four forty. It is called Campus Confidential, and it's next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Jeffries, our guest, longtime voice of the Arizona Wildcats. The preference would have been, hey, let's keep the Pac-12 together. It's a 108-year-old conference. There's great traditions there. I'd say 90% of the Arizona fans are excited. They're thrilled that the Big 12 is going to be their landing spot. It's an established, it's a premier conference. They know what they're getting as opposed to waiting and seeing what the Pac-12 might have become. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes, and remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant in Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. 
Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, what you do. And, uh, boy, part of our uh, kickoff show coming up, uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, uh, that'll be uh, uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet's right in the middle of that. Of course, our uh, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. But, boy, this, uh, this specific Campus Confidential, which has become very popular around uh, because we hit on a lot of different things, college athletics. Uh, Jim Turner uh, had heard it. He listens even when he's in the Metroplex, and it said, I'd like to be a part of that. And uh, we said, Jim, we can probably make that happen. And I said, Jim, will you – Will you give me a discount on a truck? And he said, Mosley, we can probably make that happen. Okay. I said, Jim, I need it to be even bigger. And he just keeps digging in there. So I'm, I think at some point I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pull the trigger here. But uh, pretty exciting times as we get ready for Campus Confidential. And a reminder, 5 o'clock, uh, we will have uh, Jared Sandler from the Texas Rangers Radio Network joining us and it'll be some good rangers talk that breaks out uh that's coming up in just a few minutes uh, aaron what do you have for us today we'll start as we have most days the last month or so with conference realignment talk although most of the actual realignment has settled down there's still plenty of stories to be told from everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks the four remaining pac-12 schools are still trying to decide their future it looks like they are down to either adding schools from the AAC in the Mountain West or merging with one of those conferences because it doesn't look like Cal or Stanford will get an ACC invite. And in the LA Times today, Jay Brady McCullough had a really, really good look at basically the entire process and what led to the downfall of the Pac-12. Most of it had already been reported, but there were a couple of things that stood out. One was after Texas and OU left the Big 12 last year, the Pac-12 presidents and Commissioner George Klavkov met about possible expansion, but it was quickly shut down by the, uh, according to this story in the LA Times, by the USC president, whose school obviously ended up leaving not long after to join the Big Ten. Then, after USC and UCLA announced that they were going to join the Big Ten, George Klavkov, the commissioner, talked with regents on the board to try to 
get them to keep UCLA in the Pac-12 even after they had agreed to join the Big Ten. And the Regents gave him a proposal basically saying if they could guarantee UCLA $52 million a year, what they would get from the Big Ten, then they would stay in the Pac-12. That was immediately shot down by the Oregon president. So a lot of things happened to get us to where we are today, but that was two big things that led to the Pac-12 demise. Two of many yeah. big things. Yeah. Interesting stuff continues to pour out of there. Um, and uh, the, the UCLA situation where, like, Cal Berkeley and some of the uh, board members there in, uh, uh, you know, for the California, uh, oh, the, the universities uh, in that system, they were going to try to make a power play to present uh, prevent UCLA. It, you know, back when Baylor got in the Big 12, you could do things with political muscle. Now the money is too big. The networks are too huge. The presidents and everybody, ADs, the whole thing, are too powerful for the politicians to really do anything. Now, it, it is funny. It's like they're begging the politicians to help them with federal legislation for NIL. It's like, hey, uh, we got this NCAA, and it's not very effective, so could you guys come bail us out and, and come up with some federal legislation? But when it comes to this other stuff, some of these state um, political, the, the state political types used to be so strong, they could, like, prevent things or get teams in certain conferences. And quite honestly, like, and this is not a political statement, like Dan Patrick and, uh, and, and Governor Abbott are, like, so, like, lost when it comes to athletics like, they don't have a grasp on it. And, again, they're off doing stuff at the border and all of that. I mean, to ask them to get involved in any sort of NIL or anything it would just be completely beyond their ability to, to do anything. Now, there are legislators in our state who can do some smart things and help with NIL. And the Aggie, the former Aggies, I guess they don't call themselves that. You're never a former Aggie. They helped write all the state laws. But even the Aggies recently backed down on one of these things, Aaron. I don't know if you noticed that. That Big 12, the, uh, uh, the, the 12th Man Foundation and some of the things they were doing in regards to the NIL that was in direct, um, you know, going up against the NCAA, the Aggies backed up a little bit on that. I've, I found that very interesting recently. All right, Aaron, there are people that love these politicians, so I better stop, you know, <laughs> saying anything negative. I'm not saying anything about their politics, good or bad. I'm saying these two people, and let's throw in the lieutenant governor, whoever that is. Gosh, I still – who is it now, Aaron? Is it Dewhurst has been gone for a while? <laughs> whoever our lieutenant used to be the great Bob Bullock, and he helped the Bears get into the Big 12 back in the day. The greatness of Bob Bullock. Now it's like Dade somebody. I want to say it's Dade Phelan, and they're all fighting constantly. And like to ask them to step in and help us with sports and athletics, it's just they have no clue. All right, uh, Aaron, continue. 
We've been talking about it throughout the show, but Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark was on the Marshawn and Iran Sports Media podcast that was released today and had lots of interesting things to say. The most newsworthy, though, is that for now, the Big 12 is through expanding after what he called, quote, the dream scenario of adding the four corner schools from the Pac-12. The Big 12 had talks with Gonzaga and UConn, but will not add them. Here's what Commissioner Yormark had to say about those schools. Well, right now, you know, I, I, I did have conversations uh, with, with UConn and Gonzaga, and unfortunately, you know, things didn't work out only because, you know, the dream scenario unfolded for us. Um, so those conversations, uh, you know, are, are, are no longer. Um, I'm a big admirer of both those programs. They're fantastic for all the right reasons. Um, but right now, you know, I'm focused on the transition of those four in right now. And, and also, how do I leverage the fact that, you know, I'm now a 16-team league in 10 states with 90 million people in four different time zones. So that's my focus right now. Dream scenario, the words of Brett Yormark. Loved how you dropped that in there, Aaron. Beautifully done. And, Brett, uh, that whole podcast, if you want to find it, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, for those of you who have iPhones, if you're, a, uh, if you're an Android uh, person like myself, uh, check out Stitcher is another place where you can get it. But uh, find it and just Google Your Mark um, Podcast. It'll come up. They, those guys have such a good feel for sports media and the landscape. That's what they do. They write about it. They talk about it. It's a very good podcast. But, you know, Brett wants to do, um, you know, he wants to go on with people that really understand the landscape, and, boy, those guys do. So it's a really good listen. Check that out. And uh, we'll, uh, we, we may even we may mine that for even more uh, for tomorrow because there are some great things to come from that podcast. Despite facing an NCAA investigation, and the NCAA Committee on Infractions not approving a negotiated resolution in his case. Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh told reporters that his team is, quote, as focused as it could be. Harbaugh declined to comment on the case. Obviously, the NCAA has been investigating the Michigan football team for alleged recruiting violations that happened during the COVID-19 dead period. The allegations include potential le- uh, potential level one violation for failing to cooperate with the NCAA enforcement staff as well as four level two Violations. The NCAA rejected Michigan's suggested four-game suspension and released a statement regarding the case. NCAA Vice President Derek Crawford made it clear that the investigation is about much more than, quote, purchasing a cheeseburger for a recruit, as has been portrayed in some articles. Yeah. Um, the weird thing is this thing was negotiated out I mean, it's like the NCAA is overturning its own sentence here. Would this be like a judge rejecting a plea deal, kind of? Like a little bit, yeah. Or occasionally, like you'll see in the the NFL, like one time they had an arbitrator come in and knock out something. Might have been even on the Tom Brady inflated, you know, inflating the balls, or maybe even one of those cheating scandals. Tagliabue or somebody came in and overturned. Um, uh, you know, Goodell. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a weird, it's a weird situation, 
And honestly, it just it's a bad look for the NCAA because it's like whoever negotiated this four game suspension, basically somebody on the infractions committee just said, You are crazy. That's not that's not enough. Now the funny thing is now he's going to be there for all those four games, and if they ever do get around to where it looks like it's going to be serious punishment and he misses like a whole season or something, he'll be long gone. He'll be back in the NFL. I mean, they always know how to beat the sheriff out of town. I mean, they'll, he'll, be, he'll get wind of this and, and be gone. Um, and that's what, uh, that's what folks do. I mean, that's what like Urban Meyer he knows something might be coming or whatever it's like get me out of here get me out of ohio state i mean you know urban meyer one of the greatest college coaches of all time but it's 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 undermined by some of his seedy behavior and how he did in the nfl now in time aaron like for now say nobody remembers saban had a bad run in the nfl Nobody cares. I mean, he's just been that great. In time, I think Urban will probably be more remembered for his greatness, but also his his seediness, you know, and being involved with renegade programs at uh, at both Florida and Ohio State. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN uh, Central Texas, and uh, we'll get in touch with Jared Sandler of the Texas Rangers broadcasting crew next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer 
CentexBoys.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Wednesday the 5 o'clock hour has started. Jared Sandler, Texas Rangers broadcaster, uh, joining us as we speak. Jared, good job out there getting to the bottom of what that Section 133 was up to. I mean, I, that was uh, there was some chants going on. Hello? There was some. Jared, do you have me? Oh, I got you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Do you have All those, right. like... Uh, do you have your ear pods in or something? What are you What are you doing right no, now? No, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just hanging out inside the home of uh, uh, the first place Texas Rangers. I'm now moving away oh. from all the music, though, so maybe that will yeah, help. Oh, I'm fine with music. Ambient noise does not bother me much at all. Uh, it. Uh, by the way, did you look down and see Lighter uh, uh, throwing some of those pitches? I think he was seeing some uh, live hitters. Um, down there, and I was I was seeing some of that earlier. Uh, some of the brass, the assembled Rangers brass, were around, kind of checking things out. What uh, what's going on? I mean, I it's uh, it, we've been having so much fun with the big league team that we kind of forget sometimes about some of these top prospects. But he had uh, he had been struggling earlier in the year. Uh, what are you hearing about the young lighter and what was, uh, what were they, what were you, what do you think they were kind of just checking out uh, maybe to see what kind of progress he's made? 
Yeah, I think they just wanted to get some eyes on him. And, and you're right, they had a lot of the, the big wigs there. You know, Chris Young was, was there. Uh, they had Ian Kinsler and Michael Young there. And then, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, other members of the front office. And then, you know, people from the major league staff, including Mike Maddox, who uh, got to spend some time around him. And I, I think it was just to kind of check in. I think they wanted to, you know, look to see where things were mechanically or where things are mechanically, which has been the big focus. And, you know, the, the, the word biomechanics, uh, you know, was thrown around and just body stuff. And, uh, you know, it was an opportunity for him to throw some live pitching. There's no real plan as of now uh, that at least that they're going to share as far as what the next steps are. But, you know, there's no, there's no doubt that this has been, uh, you know, a, a disappointing year, uh, in terms of his growth and development. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that while that is certainly true, what's also true is he's young and um, the stuff is there. Uh, and, and, you know, the ability that he has with his fastball is, is so uh, is so strong that I, while it seems like he's far away, I think they just feel like if they can get him moving in one direction mechanically, that things can really start to get going. Um, and again, he is still so young that it's not like this is, uh, uh, you know, already, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. end of the road or anything, but there's also no denying that his, his path, his journey has not been uh, one that you would expect for a guy who was taken second overall. Yeah. And in, in great college pitchers, there's sometimes we think we're going to see them sooner rather than later. So we'll keep our eye on that situation. Boy, on a brighter note, Corey Seager, uh, what an amazing run he's having. Now, will he at some point, uh, Jared, be able to catch up on these plate appearances and we can get him as long as he doesn't have another stint uh, on the injury list, uh, on the IL? Will he at some point maybe uh, jump in there because the season he's having, I mean, he could he could easily be in the MVP race if not for those stints where he's missed uh, several games. And he came back sooner than we thought from this last one. But what a what a remarkable uh, – uh, I mean, he right now, but, man, it's just amazing when he gets on one of these runs. And quite honestly, he's just been great all season. Yeah, and, and he is in position to qualify uh, here in a few weeks. He's uh, – you have to end up with 502 plate appearances. It's it's okay. an antiquated uh, bar. I don't know why it is what it is. Uh, a lot of people want it to, to change because you just don't have as many guys who play, uh, you know, 162 or close to it. Uh, but it's 3.1 plate appearances per team game. So if you do the math, 162 games, you get to 502. But he, he will get there as long as he doesn't go back on the I.L. Uh, and so that puts him in position to win a batting title and, you know, I, I guess for whatever awards are, are there for the taking, maybe it gets him, you know, a little more consideration. But, yeah, I mean, it is a, a shame that it seems like, you know, Shohei Otani winning the MVP is a fait accompli. And you know, mm-hmm. I had someone asked me the other day, well, you know, doesn't it count for something that Corey Seager's on a good team? And, uh, you know, you mentioned him carrying the team, and you're right. I mean, it's it's not like it's necessary and it's tough to do in baseball, but – uh, the Rangers are 15 and two in his the last 17 games in which he's played, uh, but mm. you know we've seen it right. Like Alex Rodriguez won an MVP with the Rangers and he was unbelievable, and they still didn't sniff the playoffs. And one guy 
just in this sport compared to say basketball, uh, it's, it's not going to have the same direct impact on the team. Uh, and so it's tough to argue against Shohei Otani. It's also not fair to hold other players to the standard of being a two-way player. Uh, but I think if Shohei Otani was just an above average pitcher, that'd be one thing. The fact that he's as good as he is makes it difficult, but it's really unfortunate because Corey Seager's, you know, arguably, arguably putting together the best season in Rangers history from an offensive standpoint. He's not going to have the counting numbers because of time missed, even though he's he's hitting at a pace to, you know, be a 45 home run hitter if he played say 154 games. Uh, but he's got a chance to have the best batting average in a single season. Uh, it, it, unless he really takes a nosedive, he'll likely have the best slugging percentage, the best OPS. I mean. You know, what he's done is is remarkable, and um, I just wish more people around the league were talking about uh, how unique of a season he's having. But, uh, you know, the Rangers, uh, you know, not being in New York or Boston or L.A. And, and the fact that the Rangers haven't been competitive prior to this year, I think, probably hurts. And then the fact that they're Shohei Otani, uh, deservedly so, getting a lot of the, the chatter probably takes away from Corey Seager's attention as well. Who? What is his swing? It's so pretty, and I think back to like left-handed swings over the years. For a guy my age, like Will Clark, just had that swing that was iconic, and he had such a personality. But there's just certain swings that just there's a beauty to it. Uh, Griffey Jr. obviously had it. I mean, watching him in person, it was just so gorgeous. But you see a lot of these swings. That Seeger, when he, there's just something about the motion and when he loads up, I mean, it's one of the prettier swings we've seen with the Rangers over the years. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, what in your lifetime or, you know, your fandom, what are the left-handed swings that, that, that stand out the most to you? Yeah, I mean, the, you mentioned Griffey. I mean, Griffey's, Griffey's number one uh, for sure. I, I don't want to compare – I, I, this is going to be a, a funky comparison. I, the, the, when I watch Corey, I think more of a guy like Barry Bonds, and I'm not at all comparing the, mm -hmm. the careers or anything, but if you go back and watch Barry, you know, Barry had a very short to the ball swing. Uh, and, you know, Barry had a little bit of a, a bat jerking movement uh, as he was, you know, awaiting the, the pitcher to come set. But like, it just once the pitcher came set, it was a pretty quiet swing. You know, he choked up. Corey chokes up a little bit, uh, and it was very. I, I guess the the word I've I've heard used to describe both of their swings is just very geometric. Uh, and with with Corey, he spends so much time uh, on body positioning. Uh, you know, he'll he'll get in front of a, a camera, and he might over the course of thirty minutes take five or six swings, but he's going to stand there and make sure that he is naturally and comfortably getting his body at various points in the right spot. And you can really tell if you, you know, watch him swing, you watch him get in the box. If you go to a game, I don't know, you know, if the TV gets on him in time, you know, some guys will get in the box, they'll kind of kick dirt and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll swing their bat against their cleats and just do like these nervous habitual movements Corey gets in the box, he digs in, and he he kind of like leans forward a little bit and then 
he leans back until he gets to the point where he feels like that's where his body is, and he just waits. Like, there's not a lot of movement there, and so much of his swing is about, you know, everything other than the swing and the body positioning, and he has, you know, is a master of his body in that regard, and, and that's, you know, a big key to his success, whereas, you know, a lot of people, it's it's about just the, the swing uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the movement of the arms. Not that the body doesn't play a role or anything, but you know, they'll take, people will take 50, 75, 100 swings, you know, before a game. Corey doesn't take that many swings. It's it's really about getting his body in place. Yeah, yeah. It's funny to see Simeon and, and Seager now just bashing it. And when, when they got all that money and the Rangers didn't get immediate results, you know, winning, we thought, oh, my gosh, did they? And now you support that with amazing starting pitching, pretty good bullpen here lately and it's just a whole different feeling this uh this this is this starting rotation has been like historical i mean in in to get these new pitchers uh we'll include you know include obviously chapman in that but it the numbers are crazy uh six starts in 10 relief innings uh at 205 era scherzer montgomery in stratton uh, and I think Stratton gave up a couple of runs recently that it would be even lower. I mean, Jared, I mean, the, the, the turnaround of a rotation that was leaking oil, um, I don't recall seeing anything quite this dramatic. We remember Cliff Lee. We remember other deals, Hamels coming in, making a draft. But nothing, nothing like this, where it's like the entire rotation has been injected with something, you know, with, with just, yeah. it, it's just like, it's, it's pretty remarkable to watch. No, they, they've been awesome this month. Uh, and, and, you know, it's crazy. They've got the best rotation ERA in major league baseball, not, not just this month, all year. Mm-hmm. They, their starting rotation leads major league baseball in ERA. And I, I tweeted this earlier, just the year by year rankings for the Rangers. Obviously everyone knows that this is an organization that's been more defined by hitting than pitching. And, and they had some good, pitching in the 70s when they first moved and then in 1983 which was a good season but for the most part this is an organization that hasn't just been in the bottom half uh in in terms of starters era in the league but like bottom third and in in some cases like the bottom five and uh even in in 20 uh 2011 and then 2015 and 2016 when the rangers uh last made the playoffs you know their rotation era was middle of the pack at best but you know, this is a group that has been largely without Jacob deGrom. They have now been without Nathan Avaldi for a considerable amount of time. They're two best pitchers. John Gray has been banged up a little bit, yet here they are. They've got the best rotation ERA in Major League Baseball, and that's because of the depth. You know, Dane Dunning uh, has stepped up and been really good. Andrew Heaney's had his ups and downs, but I think, you know, on the whole, you think about what you're getting out of a number four, number five starter that's pretty darn good as well. Uh, and then, of course, when Nathan Avaldi was healthy and, and hopefully will be back soon, you know, he's been really good for this team. So it's just really impressive what they've done. A, a turnaround, like you mentioned, just in, in less than a year to go from where they were last year to where they are this year. Uh, and the one thing I'll throw out, Matt, I, I, I don't think it gets talked about enough. This team defensively has gone from a, a, a pretty curious, maybe even – uh, poor defensive team to in a year in which defense has become harder with the change in rules, they've become a very good defensive team, one of the best in baseball, and there's no doubt that that's played a part in this whole equation too. Yeah, and, and you you put Zeke over there, 
you got Jankowski roaming around left field. Uh, sometimes you're, you know, Martinez has been hard to get out of the lineup. He's been so good roaming around in center. I mean, is it, you've got a lot of pieces coming in. It's not like it's the same defense every night. You know, Himes a really good defensive catcher. Garver's been getting a lot of time at catcher. You can't even get Hedges on the field. Um, so that's that's what's crazy about the improved defense is it's not it's not like it's the same lineup every night, is it? No, yeah, the depth. I mean, the depth has been huge, and you know they've uh, obviously dealt with injuries on the position player side right now with Josh Young, Corey. You know, has missed time, and uh, now Jonah is back, kind of in a. a a limited basis because he's only going to swing left-handed. But, you know, when all these guys go down, I mean, that's those are not just three all-stars, but three all-star starters and guys have stepped up and, and yeah, you know, they've stepped up with the bats, but they stepped up defensively as well. And in the case of Mitch Garver, the Rangers have won 11 straight games. He's caught. Uh, and, you know, I don't know that defense has ever really been his calling card, but uh, Bruce Bochy earlier today, it was actually asked about it. He, he was really quick to, to credit you know, Mitch Garver for the work he's done with the pitchers. I mean, he doesn't have the best arm necessarily. He's, he's not going to frame or block the way that Jonah Heim does. But, uh, you know, he's, he's done a nice job. And, uh, yeah, the Rangers have a very athletic team that gives them flexibility defensively, and it's a big reason why uh, the defense, even though it doesn't get talked about as much, uh, has been as strong and probably as impactful as it has been. Jared Sandler, Rangers Radio, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's funny, when you said 1983, the kid in me immediately like started trying to think of that rotation. And I would have I, I think it was probably Charlie Huff, Danny Darwin, Matt Lack may have been on that, and maybe like Rick Honeycutt or somebody like that. So <laughs> I started, it just sends me to my youth and uh when you mentioned 1983, I started flashing back to some of those uh, some of those names, and I'm sure you go down rabbit holes like that uh, all the time, covering baseball and like, wait, who was who was that team? But those were uh, those were the old powder blue uniforms, weren't they, back in the early 80s? Yeah, I think Mike Smithson and, and Frank Tanana were a part of that rotation, and uh, <laughs> you know, and that was back when it was so tough to make the playoffs. You know, the Rangers. The Rangers didn't make the playoffs until uh, the was it the '96 season, and you know obviously that's quite a long time since uh, you know they they moved to Arlington to have to wait for the playoffs. But you know, I think people now, when they think of that, they think, "Gosh, you know, for 20 something years they were just a cellar dweller." And there's no doubt the Rangers had some really bad teams in that stretch, but they also had some really good teams. It just it wasn't easy. It wasn't like today where. You know, you have six teams per league that make the playoffs or a lot of my childhood where you had four teams per league, the three division winners in a wild card. Uh, you know, it, it, Matt, we were in San Francisco the other day uh, and they honored on Saturday, the 1993 giants, the 1993 giants won 102 games. And I went back and I was just trying to look and I mean, they honored a team that didn't even make the playoffs because back then <laughs> You had the two division winners from each league. And so you you sent – there were four total teams that made the playoffs. And so it's just – yeah, you know, that 1983 team, they could – you know, that's one of the better pitching teams that the Rangers have ever had. And um, it's a different time. It's tough to compare some of the numbers. But from an ERA standpoint, I think that team ended up second in Major League Baseball in ERA. And uh, this team here with the Rangers uh, right now currently in first. 
By the way, did you like that uh, the Giants TV broadcaster, Dave Fleming, yeah, yeah. serving as the uh, ball boy? I think he lost a bet in the clubhouse for fantasy football, and I'm sure a lot of Rangers are doing their drafts and doing fantasy football. That uh, I'd like to see you, Jared, get involved in a, a good bet like that. But uh, he, he looked like he was doing a pretty good job, like he wasn't. You know, I mean, he kind of was, you know, taking care of business and wasn't hamming it up too much. But uh, that was kind of fun to see a a pretty well-known broadcaster serving as the ball boy. And I think he found out it's not the easiest job in the world. Like, there's a lot involved, and and they had him running around quite a bit. Yeah, and, you know, there's a little... I I don't... uh, I'm not making a joke of this when I say, you know, I've talked to... Uh, Tim, who does it on the visiting side for the Rangers, and then Jackson, who does it on the home side, there's a lot more pressure because with the pitch clock, uh, they are now like they've got to be on their toes. Uh, the game's not like they don't want to be the one that holds up the game because they're going to get in trouble. Uh, and so <laughs> I guess that I was told that, like, I'm not joking, before the year, I guess all Bat Boys were, there was like a memo or something, they were told, like, hey, uh, you know, you guys got to get your heads out of your, you know what, because that can't be any dead time because you're, you know, just scratching your butt. Uh, so yeah, I, I think Dave Fleming was put to work. It was fun to see, and that you know they mic'd him up. They got some good content out of it, which was nice. All right, yeah, I need to get you and Eric and the gang. Get Matt Hicks running around down there. I think Matt would would do a nice job jared i appreciate it man keep up the good work and uh it's uh this uh it's a lot of fun i think it is perhaps dollar hot dog night i mean you got otani my buddies by the way so bummed i had to break the news to him the other day dirt before tennis he's like i'm going to see otani pitch wednesday and i had to be the one to say yeah they he's got tired arm he's not pitching and it was just so he was so downcast but still to see him hit is uh is a lot of fun. I appreciate it, Jared. You got it, Matt. Thanks for having me. You bet. Jared Sandler, Rangers Radio Network. You'll hear him uh, on the pregame show at about 630, uh, right here on ESP in Central Texas, about an hour from now. All right, Texas A&M fans, gather around. We're going to talk to Texas A&M beat writer Travis Brown next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Man, just talk about uh, QC Kinetics, nation's leader, regenerative medicine. It's now open, lasting relief to people with joint pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Um, and uh, it's just highly co- concentrated healing agents from your own body. People like me, uh, Matt Mosley here at ESPN Central Texas, have some neck pain. Uh, I've had it from a, a bike injury. This is, uh, this is something I've been really exciting about, uh, uh, excited about trying. QC Kinetics, over 100 clinics nationwide. Treated thousands of patients with incredible success. Um, and uh, you can manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids or pain pills. And you'll actually, uh, boy, it's just these new treatments, knees, shoulders, hips, backs, necks. Uh, call to schedule your free consultation with the local medical, uh, medical professionals at QC Kinetics. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Thanks. Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. 
Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, the real Slim Shady, now uh, joining us. Travis Brown, uh, a man that uh, well does a nice job on this Texas A&M beat, loves to cover NIL, all kinds of things, and loves to cover agronomy. Uh, Travis, uh, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. I've noticed on your Twitter it's basically turned into a sod. I think you're interested in some of the different sod farms around College Station as right over there on the practice fields and around Kyle Field. Boy, they're putting in the new sod. They're going to paint that, and everything's going to be just beautiful around there. How is your day going, other than me being late? And by the way, I'm late because I got all excited talking Texas Rangers baseball with one of their play-by-play guys on the radio, and I and I looked down, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Travis is going to be upset with me. How are you, sir? I, I'm great. I just put my new uh, City Connect sticker on my water bottle over here because you know how how much i'm into the uh the city connect uniform so good good for you and talking some rangers baseball uh hey i'm just excited that they finally opened this new practice facility so i don't have to uh sweat my my, my life off outside watching players stretch for 15 minutes before practice i can, we can actually go into the nice climate controlled uh, uh, new practice facility and and you know life is good. So that that's really what I'm getting at with these the sod tweets. Yeah, I like that. I like your uh, and I and I. By the way, I I like a good sod farm. Terry Youngman came from my hometown, Kaufman. He's an Aggie. He was in the Corps back in the late '60s, and uh, he grows all that grass they used over the years at the old ballpark. In Arlington, not yeah. the, not the current one, but the previous one, and I bet they'll you know every once in a while they call on him uh, for some of their grass down there in College Station. You that's a great place to go if you want to learn how to grow some good grass. And um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Well, Nick, but now a lot of times they head of their Nick McKenna, yeah, go ahead. Head of their their groundskeeping crew uh, was one of the guys that called up to first help out with that uh, Field of Dreams game up in Iowa a couple years ago. So that was pretty pretty cool to get to watch him go do that and catch up with him. So, you know, I, I, I dabble in some grass. Uh, be careful. You can mark that. You can mark yeah, that, too. You don't want your parents hearing that. Uh, yeah. Travis Brown confirming that he dabbles in grass. Now, you're also writing about, like, international recruits, uh, Theo Malin Orstrom, hailing from um, Sweden. Um, this, this is kind of interesting. I mean, you Stockholm, you never know what will come up. Now this came up in relation to a big injury. I don't know how big it is. I mean, I think it's pretty good player. Uh, uh, this was Donovan green. Uh, the news has been, was confirmed earlier this week. He'll miss the season with a torn ACL. Now I believe this is a tight end for the Ags. have the, uh, 
the Ags have some other some some other uh, you know options there. This was a six four, two hundred and forty five pound sophomore, and uh, really put up some nice numbers according to PFF. Um, but it does seem like a position where the Ags always seem to have some pretty good depth. How are they at that position? And how big of a setback is that? Yeah, in, in the year 2023, they probably shouldn't have as many tight ends as they do. But they, they are they are squared away at the tight end position. Um, you know, Donovan Green, actually, even before he got hurt, he was kind of a little bit banged and bruised in the summer and was coming in slow. And uh, Jake Johnston was the guy taking most of the first-team reps. He was a, a rising sophomore, and he's the brother of Max Johnson, who's one of the guys in the quarterback battle, um, and, you know, son of, of Brad Johnson, the – the NFL quarterback extraordinaire. Uh, and so I think most people were actually expecting him uh, at least to be the, the pass-catching tight end option to start the season with Donovan Green kind of slowly working into things, but he's going to be gone for the year. They also have Max Wright, who's a senior. He's the, he's the blocking tight end. He's the guy that will be brought in to help the offensive line, help the run game a little bit. Um, he's not much of a pass catcher, but he's a senior and uh, a team leader and, uh, a guy that they, they like to wheel in to talk to us media types uh, pretty pretty frequently. So he'll he'll be out there as well. But, yeah, and then, then they also have Theo Mellon-Olstrom, who uh, was the, the number one recruit out of Sweden. I, don't, I, I can't quote you how many other guys were behind him, uh, but he, he was the number one recruit out of Sweden two years ago and uh, uh, has uh, put on some – some some size uh, that you know. Damani Richardson says he kind of looks like Thor out there, one of his his fellow Norsemen. Uh, and uh, he uh, he caught eight passes in the scrimmage the Aggies had the other day, and uh, is really uh, improving. So um, yeah, it's it's been interesting to see uh, see his development, his work here. I know there's a a local chef, uh, Chef Ty here in, in in College Station, who invited him over and cooked him like a like a native Swedish meal or something like last year. And that made the rounds on social media. So he's, he's finding himself quite at home here in, uh, in, in Aggieland. Have you had a Swedish meal? Is this a chef that you've, uh, have you taken your bride over there and, and tried out some of the uh, Swedish fare there in college station? I know a lot of people uh, moved to college station just for the, some of the international flair that they have. (laughs) Does, does Ikea meatballs count? (laughs) <laughs> i think it's about as sweet as hey, i've gotten i'll tell you what i've got some people in my family who enjoy a hot dog at costco all right some of those kind of places <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that the hot dog at costco is a big player now a&m quarterback situation tell me how how's that fleshing out and uh give us an update on on kind of what you're hearing i mean bobby p bobby p's in town we believe he's calling the plays Jimbo's looking over his glasses, seeing how everything's going. Are you getting Are you getting a feel for that operation is going? I know they try to keep you guys at arm's length, but uh, how do you think the Bobby P uh, transition is going? And remind me, does Bobby does Bobby like to get up in the press box and and call everything from up there? He's not a guy who tries to get down there next to the players, is he? You know, we asked him that. So, so to start off with, with your question, you know, I was we were pleasantly surprised that at our little A and M local media day a week or so ago, we actually got 
to talk to, to Bobby P and both quarterbacks uh, who are mm, vying for that mm. position. So uh, a little more insight than, than we normally get, uh, so which was, which was, I guess, good for us. But uh, we asked Bobby P uh, if he would be up in the press box or if he'd be down on the field. And his kind of sidestep answer was uh, he, he makes decisions when, when he, when he has to make decisions, but was leaning a little bit more towards the, the, the press box. I think he said it kind of depends on as he gets to know these quarterbacks a little bit better, their demeanor, specifically when things maybe don't go their way. Um, probably if it's something that he feels like they can handle that on their own, uh, he can put himself up in the press box to get a better vantage point. But if he feels like he needs to manage emotions, he, he might be on the sidelines. Um, as far as the quarterbacks go, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit surprised that it's this much of a, a battle other than the fact that if they are trying to keep Max Johnson around, I think everyone expects it to be Connor Wegman uh, coming out of camp. Uh, Max Johnson is the one that has the more experience. And, you know, with how things have worked out with a COVID year, getting hurt last year, the, 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 the ironic part about all this is Max Johnson and Connor Wegman are both listed in the roster this year as sophomores, even though Max Johnson's been playing since 2020. Uh, and been in college <laughs> since 2020. So they, they now somehow have the same amount of eligibility. Um, but, I, you know, you look at the, the deep analytics, um, comparing the two leads from last season, Connor Wigman has the, the faster release. Um, he has a more accurate ball beyond 20 yards, something that they've talked a lot about, about trying to throw it a little bit deeper, widen up the field a little bit, especially with Evan Stewart and uh, Noah Thomas, some of these wide receivers have. He's, he's more accurate downfield. Um, and his decision making, he, he's more comfortable in the playbook, more comfortable as a as a college quarterback. I would be shocked if it wasn't Connor Wigman, but you know Max Johnson does have the the two more years of experience than um, Connor Wigman does, including one year where he played just about every game for the uh, LSU Tigers before transferring over, and you just never know what that experience can kind of turn into. So um, yeah, I, I would every stat indicates that it should be Connor Wegman of, of, of really any importance. He's better under pressure. He's better when they're blitzing. Uh, but, you know, uh, Jimbo Fisher. And, and here's the other thing about this, too. Uh, I know he has Bobby Petrino helping to make this decision this year, but Jimbo Fisher just flat out got it wrong last year. They went with Haynes King first. Uh, while he put up some okay numbers, it, it wasn't great. They end up having to go to Max Johnson, kind of both because of play and an injury uh, and Max Johnson was okay, but he got hurt. And then they went to Connor Wigman and Connor Wigman was the one who actually posted up a good win against LSU at the end of the season and seemed to be able to move a pretty stagnant offense. So it, it, by every indication, he, he got it wrong last year. And, and I think there's a little bit of pressure on, on him and Bobby Petrino to, to get it right this year. And I think getting it right is Connor Wigman. I feel like that Max has hung around, though, and continues to battle. You know, a lot of those co – if you think you're not going to win the job, which it looks like he wasn't for a long time there, you just go. You go somewhere where you can start for sure. And I, I kind of appreciate guys that will stick around and do that. Brad Johnson, one of the great check-down quarterbacks. Uh, Jerry Jones was so mad at Jason Garrett when he brought Brad Johnson in that time and, and, and he wasn't – you know, he, he just didn't have anything left. And he couldn't throw a ball more than ten yards downfield, and they, they 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 were in bad. Romo got hurt, and they were in bad bad shape with Brad Johnson. Just a little aside there for you, Travis, as you uh, 
as you analyze the work of young Max Johnson. Now, Brad seems to have some awesome setup. Like, this kid grew up, and his brother, who's the tight end, with some unbelievable backyard, which is not shocking for an NFL quarterback, but apparently he's got, like, the tennis courts, the hoops. Like, like it's, it's a different level of, uh, of, what, of what Brad Johnson has installed. I think I saw something like that um, recently. Uh, but uh, Travis Brown joining us from the Eagle. You can read his work, and uh, I like to kind of see what he's uh, tweeting about and that kind of thing. Now on the on the the O line, I saw you kind of brag that Jimbo was bragging on. I think it was Crownover, who's a Baylor legacy. I might add, uh, pretty pretty solid player. Well, who are the? Uh, but but like uh, on, as far as you mentioned, some of those wide receivers, Evan Stewart. I feel like I've been hearing his name a long time. If the Aggies are to, you know, maybe exceed the expectations, which are about twenty third in the country right now, other than the quarterback play. Is it the defense has to stand out and, and be – I mean, could this possibly be an attacking defense that causes a lot of turnovers, or is there still so much youth that you feel like there may be a year away from really making some noise in the SEC? You know, I think as far as the defense goes, I think it might have a little bit less to do with the players and a little bit more to do with the scheme. You know, I talked to – uh, who was it? Was it Spencer Rattler, one of the quarterbacks at, at SEC uh, Media Days this year who had uh, been around for a little bit? And, and I, I said, you know, what was the difference between going up against uh, – no, it was it was uh, Will Rogers at uh, Mississippi State. I said, what was the difference between going against Mike Elko's defense and DJ Durkin's defense? And he said, well, you know, with Mike Elko, they were going to bring – they were going to bring heat. They were going to put pressure on you. They were going to bring different blitzes, uh, do some exotic stuff, and and uh, you were going to have pressure. But he said with DJ Durkin, when he went back and watched what he did at Ole Miss, uh, it was a lot more conservative. They weren't bringing guys. They were just doing different kinds of things with coverages, and they carried that same strategy right over, and they ended up losing to Mississippi State because he, he knew exactly what was coming. And so I'd be really curious to see – if DJ Durkin gets a little bit more um, aggressive with the pass rush this year, the, the pass rush was just not very good last year, and they might need to put a little bit of pressure on uh, to see. So I think I'm more curious to see how DJ Durkin changes things up, maybe more so than the players, because mm. uh, the players um, they, they have a they have everybody you could want more on the defensive line. Uh, linebacker, uh, uh, we'll have to see. And then defensive secondary, it should be outstanding. So I, I think the defense, for the most part, is there. Let's just see if the scheme matches up with it. All right, I like that. I mean, you know, maybe maybe mix it up a little. Maybe, maybe Dan Quinn this thing up. Bring them from all over the place. Maybe get a little pressure from up the middle. I mean, if you got some of these horses, defensive linemen, move them around a little bit. Maybe get some position flex going there and uh, – well, I like I like that asking Durkin to maybe uh, maybe bring the heat a little bit. Trav always uh, always fun to catch up, man. People, our A and M audience always looks forward to it. We got a ton of Aggies in Central Texas, all the way you know, and we can almost be heard right there on the outskirts of College Station and Bryan. So uh, really appreciate you uh, being on with us today. For you, Matt, anytime. I appreciate that attitude. Uh, There he goes, Travis Brown from the Eagle in Bryan College Station by way of TCU and Lake Highlands, Texas.
All right, uh, always fun to do that. Um, we've got the uh, dismount coming up next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to First Central. Have a winning season with First Central Savings Blitz Play. Quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes and remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540-800-659-7540-800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder, hip, or back? Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley of ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to. 
and zero downtime. QC Kinetics, a nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you've had pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics now, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. You were talking about my driving. (sighs) I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. 
Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is time for the Dismount. Folks all around getting ready for scrimmages this week. That's kind of exciting. And uh, my daughter's high school is doing a big sports night. There's performances. My varsity cheerleader daughter is uh, doing her thing and uh, getting in position to uh, observe that. And uh, going to be a lot of fun, and it's, it's a fun time of year. We're getting all the high school stuff going. We're ready to go, and uh, just tons of excitement. Again, Rangers uh, will get going tonight at uh, 7.05, first pitch. And uh, very exciting uh, tonight. You know, Otani will be in the lineup and uh, uh, be watching. He's hitting second tonight, and... Uh, There's just so much going on. Uh, The uh, uh, tonight Tavares is back in the uh, lineup. In fact, as we speak, I'm uh, as we sign off tonight. I'm with my LSU, um, well, kind of my LSU insider, and uh, in fact, big time Denver. What's our guy's name that went down today? Then big cornerback out for LSU. So, uh, been suspended, but should be back Tuesday. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this thing. We will be back with you at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for everyone who's been a part of this one. Everybody have a great evening. We'll see you at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears.